0: RISING IN THE RISING SUN, THE LAND OF bamboo, LOO, AND GUNDAM, LIKE, YO! CAN'T BELIEVE I FINALLY MADE IT, MATSURI, CELEBRATED GOLDEN WEEK, HOLD IT DOWN WITH MY CHO! Hey everybody, welcome back to the Manga Day Podcast. I'm your host, John Sensei, and today, like every day, I'm breaking down the world's best language in 30 minutes or less. Today, we're talking about something extremely interesting um, that will kind of give you a break from all the particles and the things we've been talking about recently, and it's actually more of an interest lesson, in my opinion, than anything else I've really taught so far. On this year's 30-day challenge, that is the meaning of verb bases in depth. For those of you who have gone over the 30-day challenge or who are familiar with the verb bases a, I, u, e, o, as well as tan, ta, you might be familiar with the fact that, for example, ta means past tense, or that um, base four is usually used with ba, or it's used with a command. However, you may not be familiar with some of the other things that the that they are capable of in their forms. What their forms mean by themselves. A good example of this is number th- is base three. You can do base three verb and make that noun be modified. For example, uh, a person that sleeps. I'm simply modifying neru, the verb base t- three in the verb, putting it before a noun. Modifying the noun to making a sleeping person, a sleepy person. Would I can also do this with, um, by doing my language informally. Base 3 is the most informal way to speak Japanese. I would use this for example, um, like, I could say for example, I'm trying to give just an easy idea of something, ah, wa sushi wo taberu, watashi wa sushi taberu, I will eat sushi would be the same way also in formal Japanese. However, some of these fun ones come in when you start talking about base 2 or when you start talking about base 4. Base 2, or the e base, is often used to make things into a noun. A good example of this is yomi. When you start learning kanji, there are two different readings of something. One is the onyomi, the Chinese-based reading, and the kunyomi, the Japanese-based reading. When you start reading these things, the yomi comes from the word yomu, on yomi, on yomu. So, that noun that you have acts in the sentence beginning, the reading, the noun version of that verb. So, Japanese is wonderful and and replete with a whole bunch of different ways to actually use the verbs. You'll also see this with verbs like suru, like we talked about, I think, on episode 14 or so, where we talked about how verbs with suru on the end, Sino-Japanese verbs, can you simply take the sudo off and make itself into a noun. You can do the same thing with verbs that are ichidan or godan, um, and turn those into nouns as well. Taberu becomes tabe. You put that with mono, a thing, and tabemono becomes food. And just like that, you've started combining Japanese together in a very complex manner, a manner that it takes years to master in some cases, but you're able to get a good example of this. Now, before we jump into base 5, which means let's verb, yes, less ver- let's verb, let's eat, tabemashou, "tabeyo," all of these things with base 5, I want to talk a little bit about base 1. Um, I got a message a little while ago about some people asking about putting uh, adjectives in these different bases, um, thing like the word yabai, and people say yabba. That yaba is actually, yes, it is base one, but it's actually not technically correct when it comes to prescriptive language. That means it's not, I don't know how to say this, but it's not um, correct, one could say, but who could really say what's really correct in Japanese. With that, I'll sign off. I'll catch you tomorrow, and good luck. Jane She in me lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky